Hello and welcome back to the Pub Test Podcast. I'm your host, Tommy, and I'm joined by two Muppets in Riley and Fletcher. Say good day, boys. Good day. That was good, Tom. Well done. I say, maybe I should take over from now on. Fletcher, what do I do from here? How was your week, boys? Well, normally you'd say it's a pocket. I'm pre- I think you said podcast. It's a pocket, isn't it? Oh my god, cutting at straws here, buddy. Yes, okay. This is a pockets series. We're back with uh, legacy players. I think so. It's players that um, we think that you know success this year will enhance their legacy. Players that need to have a good year to enhance said legacy. Before we get to that, boys, how was your weekend? It was good. It was good, Tom. Um, obviously, the elephant in the room. I think we can join in this together. Sorry, Fletch, but we were lucky enough or very lucky enough to get a ticket to the hottest show in town, Taylor Swift. So thank you, Tom, for getting that ticket months and months ago. I appreciate you. And we had an absolute blast. Proper bucket list stuff. Sorry, Fletch. Yeah, Fletch, it, it was unreal. I know we're, we're definitely, I, I wouldn't really call ourselves Swifties. Jade's been big on, you know, you've, you're going to Taylor Swift, you're a Swiftie. I wouldn't call ourselves such, but I don't think you need to be a Swifty to enjoy that, Fletch. Like, just the the pictures, the lights. Like, you you could not know a single song and still enjoy that, in my opinion. It, it was unreal. The crowd, like, I've never experienced anything like that. Like, I've never been to a grand final, but that was louder than any colonial game I've ever been to. Um, that mm. was unreal. The stands were genuinely shaking. Like, that was – it was it was surreal. Um, and, yeah, she was obviously amazing. It, it, I had a newfound respect for it. Like, I've never hated her. I, her fans can be a bit annoying on the on the socials at times. But you, the way three and a half hours flat, she had no breaks. She would have had thirty seconds to change costume between the eras. No breaks, just constantly, just basically running and singing. Well, that was literally what it was. So um, it, it was unreal, Fletch. Uh, I would absolutely go again. So. Oh, you know, the money to do that, I'm going to assure you. And I'm sure that it's very hard to buy another ticket because I flew home from Tassie on Friday night and it cost, the flight cost about double, nearly triple than what it normally costs. And everyone on the plane was a Swifty. Everyone on the plane had Swift merchandise on and stuff like that. It was incredible how many people were coming from Tasmania, a small country town pretty much, um, to come to Melbourne to watch a show. It was like it was packed. Airport was packed there. Airport was packed in Melbourne. Just Swift t-shirts everywhere. Merchandise. It's pretty incredible. The sort of impact she's having in Australia at the moment. To be honest with you. Did the did the plane burst out into song? Not ours. Not ours. But that that video of the person singing. Apparently, the flight attendant started is from our area. Brooke, Brooke, my partner knows him somehow. So I don't know some connection. Yeah, there that he's from our area. The start of the. the Singing on the flight, local boy, apparently on fire. But yeah, sound like it was pretty good. So I hope you guys are still awake in this podcast after a long, long, long night, late night. It was a, it was a long night, especially. I wouldn't highly recommend Fletch. Don't field for seventy five overs before going to a Taylor Swift concert. Uh, my legs were already sore before we started, and then it was three and a half hours of just standing. I was in pain, like I was. I was a very sore boy, but and I reckon we would have stood out like dogs balls. We were the only four blokes like in a group in the whole stadium. I reckon, like it, it, there was a few blokes there. Was got blokes going with their girlfriends, you know, dads going with their daughters, 
But um, no, I would highly recommend Fletch. You don't need to be a Swifty to, to go to that, that's for sure. Um, boys, we've only got about eight minutes left due to our rambling. Um, I'm machine some legacy players. What do you reckon? Sounds good. Fletch, you can kick us off. Who needs to have a good good season for their legacy? Mine is not a player; it is a coach, and it's to assert, it's to cement his leg- legacy to become one of the greatest coaches of all time. Um, to put him in the conversation with Alistair Clarks, in my opinion. So it's Damien Hardwick. What he did at um, Richmond was fantastic. The three premierships, obviously, but outside of the three premierships, he had a in the years outside of the three premierships, he had a forty percent win rate, which is good. It's not great. It's good. He'd only won one final outside of that, which was a 20, 2018 year was one was the year they lost. That was the only Yeah, that was the only year they won a final outside of those years. Uh eight out of thirteen years they did make the finals, but didn't win a game. Uh one of them one year they did, sorry. So seven out of the thirteen years they made the finals but didn't win a game. So this year I want to see him make finals, or at least next year make finals with West Coast. And why uh, with West Coast, with Gold Coast. And the reason why I'm saying this is because he won with the same group. He found the perfect code with the same group or the game plan. I think a great coach is someone that can find it with every, with any sort of game, um, any sort of group. And this would be a real test whether it was just he found the right game plan, the right game style for the right group, or whether he can reinvent himself, find different players and maximize their skills and talents, which is really ultimately what a coach is trying to do. Um, up at Gold Coast, especially at a hard place like that to win. We've seen that been in the competition nearly 10 years now and no finals to show for it. Um, so if he can do it there, I think he would put himself up there with an Alistair Clarkson who's one that has had a three-peat and another final, another premiership and lots of finals throughout the time. So uh, I'm looking for him in the next two years to make finals. Tommy's screen, I think he's gone. So... Watch, we are going to. <laughs> Sorry, Tom. That. <laughs> that was an internet malfunction. That was not me. I saw Riley point to me. Trying not to scream. Anyway, sorry. All good. Um, <laughs> sorry, that's fine. That has floored me. No, it's a good pick. It's a good pick, Fletch, because it's um, yeah, it, it's it's a great unknown, isn't it? If he is able to, I guess, elevate this list and elevate this club to a, a new level than what they have in past years. That just adds to his already, like you said, incredible legacy. So definitely one to look out for. And I think a team that a lot of people are going to be rooting for. It's pretty hard not to like what they're doing at Gold Coast. They, you have no reason to dislike them, right? So they're going to be a good one to watch this year and in the future. Yeah, definitely. Give us yours, Riley. I've got a player and I've sort of, taken a little twist on here that this year is just very important for their legacy. I worry that it may be negatively affected if they are to have one or two bad years. It's actually Clayton Oliver. Now he had his obvious off field issues last year. Uh, A lot of rumors and speculation. So not going to add to that because we don't know what is concrete and what is not, but he definitely, um, he definitely has some ground to make up. Had a very limited preseason. It's been documented that he's had his problems off field, and you don't want that to affect the back end of his career because he's still very, very young and has probably already cemented himself as arguably one of Melbourne's greatest ever players. He's he's definitely on the short list. So, if he is to 
slowly tail off due to whether it is work ethic or off-field antics, that would be really disappointing. And I think this year is really important for that, for him to have a bounce back. He played in their first preseason match today, played a couple of quarters, apparently looked strong, but you hope that the limited preseason hasn't hurt him too much. So definitely one to look out for. Yep, I like that. Um, it's one of those ones where his talent's undeniable and he's going to, you're right, further cement himself as one of the best of these players. If he keeps playing, bets that in the back of your mind, what if? What if he has another step back? Um, yeah, it, it, there's, there's instances of players with, with extreme talent that, you know, are remembered for the wrong reasons. Uh, ben Cousins is probably the best example of that. I'm not saying he's a Ben Cousins, but Ben Cousins is one of the best players in our game, but he's remembered for his bad, the bad things he did, not the good things he did. So I really like that. I think that's a pretty fair comparison too, to be honest. Um, I like that. Fletch, quickly, any thoughts? Uh, I like it. Put the stamp the or put the stories to bed this year with a good season is pretty much um, the best thing you can do. So I like it. Tommy, what do you got? All right, I've got a couple minutes here. I'll try and be as quick as I can. My twist on it, similar to Riley, I've gone pl- a player that is already elite, but there's a knock on his legacy. And I think it's, it's something needs to happen this year to fix that. And I've gone Charlie Curnow. Now, the obvious reason, if he wins another Coleman, if he wins a, bre- uh, a premiership, he'll go down as one of the Blues' best like best ever forwards. Goes out saying that, you know, three-time Coleman, whatever. But the reason why I've got him in here is I mentioned it last year, there is element of him being a flat-track bully, and the numbers kind of back it up. Now, it might be being overly harsh. 29 goals versus top eight sides last year, 52 versus bottom eight. Now, there is meant to be a gap there, but that's a big gap. And then you look at his finals campaign, he kicked three goals in three finals games. Now, again, could we be hard on him? I know finals is a different breed, but I would expect a back-to-back common medalist and the best forward in the game to take one of those games by storm, kick three or four, and be the difference Carlton win a, win a final. He didn't do that. So Carlton are going to be good again. I think they're going to play finals again. I, I, I'm I expecting to be any be somewhere near the Carlton again. I don't care. I want to see him tear up a final, kick three or four goals, and be the reason Carlton go from a prelim final to a grand final. Am I being overly harsh? Potentially. But I just expected more from the best forward comp in there in time. I like it. Um, you're not wrong. It's a bit of the um, Joel Embiid or even Nikola Jokic sort of situation a couple of years ago. You can win MVPs as much as you want, but everyone just wants to see you win at the end of the day and win at the pointy end of the season. So um, I don't mind it is at that t- that um, seesaw point of you're just a good regular season player or you're a real final sort of difference maker. So he's right in that seesaw point, um, especially his age and, and sort of what the Blues are doing now. So yeah, totally agree. This season can be massive for him and really excited to see what he can do. You have put the gun on the Carlton boys this year, Tom. Harry Mackay was in the gun last week, and now it's a legacy year for Charlie. You are ganging up on them. Funny thing is, I actually think they're going to do really well. I don't want to ruin my ladder, but they're in my top four. So I actually think they're really good. So, yeah, it doesn't seem like I'm against them, but I'm not. (laughs) Very nice, mate. Well, we probably have about 40 seconds left, so wrap us up, Tom. Thank you all for listening. It was a short one. We put the pocket in pocket series for this one. Um, tell a friend, tell a stranger, um, tell anyone you may know. And uh, thank you for listening and stay tuned for the next one coming on Sunday. See you later. See ya.